Hello and welcome to Moments Mentoring with Authentic Love. We are a non-profit organisation bringing you regular podcasts where we apply the biblical and practical mentoring to aid personal development. We hope you will find truth and growth by joining us today. If you'd like to donate, please log on to momentsmentoring.com and click the donate button. We appreciate your support. Today's topic is the benefits of change with Pastor Marilyn Maddox. Hello, this is Pastor Marilyn from Moments Mentoring with Authentic Love. It's so good to be with you today. And boy, haven't we gone through some changes in the last couple of weeks, and for some of us, the last couple of months. Well, in the last couple of weeks, I've been at home working, and it has been an adjustment, it has been a change, and in many respects, it's been a good change. And so I want to talk about the importance of change, or why change is important, or you can say, why is change important? What I've learned over the last couple of weeks is I've grown personally. You see, being at home, you are now 24-7 with your family members. I'm at home with my family all the time. I have a student. I'm amongst him all the time. And so you have to put into gear another perspective of growth because now you have to be more tolerable. Now you have to be more patient. Now you have to do things and say things in a different way so that it's not easily taken out of context where everyone is together or on top of each other. I'm grateful that we do have our individual space that we can go to, but I'm appreciative that not everyone has that space. And so you're finding yourself on top of each other and you're having to um, show or display or grow personally in order to deal with the changing situation. So personal growth is a benefit of change because now you have to display certain characteristics or certain attitudes that you may not have had to display before now. Also, for some, it's built your confidence, whereas before you may not have challenged your professional team around you, your doctors, um, your pharmacies, your authorities, you know, the council, your banks. You may not have had to speak to them because you wanted to, you needed to, or you sometimes may perhaps was afraid to. But now this change has caused us to really get to the nitty-gritty, really face the issues at hand, and to deal with them. So this change for some would have brought about confidence. For some others, it would have been, been motivation. For instance, I was thinking, well, how am I going to talk to my ladies and my gentlemen? How am I going to commune with you because we are not having coffee mornings? We are not having mentoring days for the foreseeable future. So what am I going to do? And I was motivated to find another way around this change. And so here I am in front of a microphone 
and a filter and a, a condenser and a recorder coming to you in this new format. It's exciting and I'm motivated to do that, but equally I'm motivated to work from home. So every morning I get up as usual, as if I'm going into the workplace, I have my shower, I brush my teeth, I get ready, I come downstairs, I have my tea, I have my breakfast, whether it's that's my grapefruit that I love, I sit down with my Bible, I look at a scripture, I'll pray, and I'll get ready for work. I start at 8am. Things have not changed. I have continued my routine. I haven't changed. I'm self-motivated. So if any of you are staying in your bed till 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock at midday, I'm encouraging you not to do this. Be motivated. Motivate yourself to get up. There's things you can be doing. If you're with your family, you've got young children, you can be scrapbooking with them, coloring with them, baking with them, cooking with them, playing with them. Get those old puzzles out, the Monopoly out, the Boggle out. Just do things with the children. If you are um, a key worker, and I know you have to go to work, we are praying for you and uplifting you. But those of us who have got more time on our hands, some of us have been furloughed, then think of the things that you can be doing. Keep motivating. Exercise regimes. You don't have to go outside to do them. Do them at home. Do them in your garden. Do some gardening. That's very good exercise. So um, be motivated. I'm encouraging you to be motivated. Another benefit is resilience. These types of crises often bring resilience. These are the times where we do not cower. These are the times where we begin to really pray harder and really encourage our brothers and our sisters like iron, sharpening iron. These are the times we raise up with indignation and say, I will not be moved. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. At this moment, we are fighting an invisible war. We cannot see this war. But believe me, there is a war. So rise up and be resilient against it. Do not cower. Do not say, oh me, oh my. Do not go into depression. But trust in the Lord your God in whom you believe and whom you trust. Believe on the Lord God Almighty who says he's with you every single day. I'll be with you always, even to the end of the earth. And there brings some excitement with change. Well, is this the opportunity that I can do something better and greater? Is this the opportunity I needed to do my own enterprise? Is this the opportunity I needed to do something that I've always wanted to do? Let the excitement reign. Be creative. Do something different. Let the excitement reign. Also, and I'm going to say this with, with good intention, this is time where exchange is very important because it will open the right doors in your life. I will say that again. Change will open the right doors in your life. But equally, the doors that have been wrong in your life has the opportunity to be closed. 
I just want to say amen and hallelujah right there. Some ramp doors will now be closed. Amen. So look at it as an opportunity during this change. If we don't have change, then we don't have a story. Some of you may call it a testimony. So I'm encouraging you, embrace the change so that you can have a story to share with others and change the lives of others. Change also brings the opportunity to become flexible, doing things that you never thought yourself doing. I never thought I'd be sitting in front of a complete studio setup, but here I am. I never thought that I'll be at home doing things that I haven't done for a very long time, but here I am. It's amazing. It is amazing. It is not all doom and gloom. God is with us. Learn your strengths. Learn your weaknesses and build upon them both. So where you have weaknesses that you found in this season, I need you to write them down and then work at improving them. Where you have found that you've had strength in this season, I'd want you to write them down and build upon them. Help others, share them with others, share some tips that you've learned in this season. And above all, I want you to apply compassion. Compassion in your home, with your family, compassion with your neighbours. You know, the other day my neighbours are in their 70s and they knocked on my door. And I looked through the spy hole and I thought, oh, it's my neighbour. I opened the door and I said, hi. I won't say his name. And he said, I've just been to Costco and I thought I'd bring you two packs of toilet paper. He didn't have to do that. I didn't ask for that to happen, but it was the generosity and the compassion of his heart. So I'm challenging you, saints, Christians, sisters, brothers, whose lives can we touch? Whose lives can we change in this season? For those of us who have the voice of Christ, the heart of Christ, what are we doing in this season? We want to be touching lives. I want to share a scripture in 1 Samuel 22, 1 and 2 with you. That's 1 Samuel 22 and verse 1 and verse 2. And it says, um, David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adullam, or Adullam. When his brothers and his father's household heard about it, they went down to him there. All those who were distressed or in debt or discontented gathered around him and he became their commander. And then when we read down in 2 Samuel 22 and verse 8, the Bible refers to the same group of people, men, as David's mighty men, David's mighty men of valor. So Pastor Marilyn, what are you saying? Even in the crisis, David ran away to the cave Adullam because he was being chased by Saul who wanted to kill him for his great work that he had done. And we're in a season where we know that this is coming to the, the Antichrist season. But that doesn't mean that we keep cl 
our mouths to help. That means that we still have to help those who are feeling distressed, discouraged, downtrodden. We have to step up and become a leader, to become a commander in such things of the end time. We have to encourage one another to keep going, to keep pressing and keep moving and not to drop our faith. We will know that we're engaging in more prayer and whilst we're not coming together as corporately a physical being, we are still praying corporately, virtually, on Zoom and all other networks that are available. But I and my team and Pastor Paul are going to come to you regularly with words of encouragement, step by step, day by day, to keep you moving, keep you focused, keep you keep going. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're thanking God for your life. We're thanking God for where he's taken us all. We're thanking God for new opportunities. Do not focus on the here and the now. We've always fought spiritual battles. This is another spiritual battle that can only be won on our knees. can only be won by the right mindset. can only be won by the right attitude can only be won by pressing through. But the Bible says iron sharpens iron. So many texts, many videos, many audios are circulating around. I've had a few, I've sent a few. But we are here as Moments Mentor and Defensive Love to encourage you to take each day step by step. To mentor you stage by stage. It is important that we go through change, and there are benefits to change. I want to check out now, but I want to say, I love you. The moment team loves you. God loves you. Keep pressing. In Jesus' name, we love you so much. Bye-bye.